Good morning, it's George Lacey of A Cup With Joe, or make that hashtag A Cup With Joe. And I was doing these as hashtag 5am desk, but we all know I am not at my desk and it is not 5am right now. I am in my car and it is raining cats and dogs, so who knows what the sound quality is going to be like, but I've decided... I'm when I'm by myself headed somewhere that's not like the grocery store but a good 20 to 30 minute drive and I have decided to podcast I shall rename these so welcome to episode one of hashtag on my way (laughs) so I think this is a really cute name because one I'm physically and literally on my way to something And today it is two meetup groups. So the first meetup group meets in 40 minutes at 9.30 at the Whole Foods in Hughes Landing in the Woodlands, Texas. So this meeting, meetup, is called Coffee Break. We meet every Tuesday at 9.30 a.m. So I'm headed to the one in Allegro which is the coffee shop inside Whole Foods. Next Tuesday is the Hub Cafe and Bistro or something like that on I-45. If you're headed north from like downtown or spring, you would U-turn at, you would exit Robinson and then U-turn Woodlands Parkway. I'm right the feeder and it's right there on the right. The week after this, we are actually taking I believe this is the last one and we're taking two weeks off off after this. No, there are two. So today and next week and then we're taking two weeks off and then we have two more. Which they're pretty much every week but we took Christmas and New Year's off this year. So uh, after the break in January, so I believe it's like maybe it's January 7th or something. Everything's on meetup.com and coffee break is one word. So that week we will meet at uh, Cafe Maurice in Tomball, Texas off of uh, 249 and then the week after that we will meet at in the vintage at um, not La Madeline Black Walnut so the these other locations I'm not sure if I'm going to keep them or not um, Black Walnut only had two of us last time and we've never had that before. We've always had nine to a dozen and then our most has been 17 to 21, somewhere around there. So I'm, anyways, I'm not sure if I'm filling Black Walnut. It's the newest location, so that might have something to do with it. But anywho, after today, after, um, the first meetup, I am launching and hosting a brand new meetup called Bloggers, Vloggers, and Medium Writers. So I am really insanely excited about this group because networking is awesome and amazing and I've met some really cool people, but I really, really, really want to meet some people that I have more in common with. So I'm having a hard time finding people that I have certain things in common with, so I thought maybe if I niche down to my hobbies and what makes my business so successful, then maybe I can find other people in the same place in life, or at least people that have the exact same interests as me, 
So I really niched down for my new meetup group, obviously, bloggers, vloggers, and medium writers. And so this encompasses anyone that's active on the internet, pretty much. Um, if you are doing Facebook Lives and that's what drives your business, just show up. Like, videos, video is video. So, anywho, I'm like praying to God that the background noise is not horrible. Um, I've had microphones and I probably need to either... I'm, maybe I'm missing some adapters or something, but I really need to... Um, get some podcasting equipment in my car or at least in my purse so yesterday not yesterday Sunday today's Tuesday so Sunday was my birthday so I'm officially 33 years old and um I age is whatever to me I feel super young so it's whatever I know I'm gonna be sad when I get actually old (laughs) because I don't want my life behind me And at some point, most of your life is going to be behind you. And at any point, all of your life could technically be behind you because you never know what tomorrow holds. But um, I'm okay with my age. I have had the most successful year ever, which you might have heard me talk about it. So I'm really insanely excited about everything happening in my life right now. Um, I had a closing yesterday, which was, I'm really excited about this. I haven't said this out loud. Um, My husband and I barely talked about it, but yesterday I closed on my most successful sale to date. So it was, I think, $719,000, and I've shown way more expensive houses. Um, I think I sold one for like $699. I've sold one five-something. So I've sold enough homes to get my luxury license. So I am a certified luxury home marketing specialist. So I have that designation. That's my very first designation. I'm really excited about it. I'm not sure which one I'm going to do next. There's a buyer one. There's a negotiator one. Um... There's, list, there's some type of listing specialist. There's a whole bunch. Um, so I will pick one of those to focus on in the near future. But I haven't done so yet. So I'm really excited about the new designation. And um, and the house I sold yesterday. So um, if you're new or don't know anything about real estate, um, that was a... I, can't remember exactly but I think that was about a $22,000 paycheck so these people found me online (laughs) they hardcore googled and found me and I showed them houses I think over two days maybe three days and they pretty much knew what it was probably three days but they were all pretty close to back to back they came into town from California They wanted to buy a house right now, but they weren't going to live in this house for six to nine months. So we are in the process of looking for a three to six month lease on this property in the Woodlands. It's in in Indian Springs, if you know the area. It comes partially furnished or we can move all of the furniture out of the house. It is... um, It has a swimming pool. It's super nice. It's $4,000 a month, give or take, and um, over 4,200 square feet. 
So in the heart of the woodlands, with zones to the most popular schools, the highest rated one. So that's a really good bonus. But yeah, so these people found me online. Like how stinking cool is that? And that's kind of where my business is these days. It is 80 to 95% online. And I do get referrals and I have gotten repeat business, which is amazing for only being in the business for four years and only concentrating on this side for a couple years. So that's super cool. Um, but yeah, so let's talk candidly about 2020 goals. So I have not spent a great deal of time writing down my goals and I'm driving. So even if I did, I couldn't even read them to you. I'm actually at a stoplight, but anywho, um, so goals for 2020, I know you probably shouldn't focus on financials, but since I am my own broker owner, I have to obviously stay hundred percent illegal legal, but I don't really have anyone to answer to. And I don't really have to share my money with anyone except the government. Oh my gosh. I paid my taxes. <gasps> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Okay. So like anyone that makes money knows what it's like to pay taxes. But last year was my first year paying a large sum of money. And it was a little bit intense. We had way less deductibles than we did the year before. So the year before, we technically should have gotten money back, but that just seemed like wrong. So we definitely, so we just took some deductibles off and we paid money. Now this year, yeah, it was like before deductibles, I think we owed like $26,000. I wanted to cry. And then after deductibles, it was like seventeen or $19,000. That was, um, really really sad and so I'm not looking forward to paying taxes for 2019 um but anyways this is part of the business you there's no way around it you have to pay to the government oh my gosh I'm getting off topic but Edward was telling me about Mark Cuban and how there was there's a proposal for a wealth tax of six percent and if they if Mark Cuban got taxed he would have to liquidate uh, assets just to pay the tax. Like, he doesn't have enough access to cash. And I feel like we would probably be the same way. We have so many investments that we would probably have to be the same way if that happens. So, a little scary. Um, So, he wrote into, like, a congressman or something and uh, brought up, like, did you consider... uh, um, liquidity. So hopefully this wealth tax does not get passed because it's not really fair to like buy something and have to sell it just so you can pay taxes. But anyways, I don't want to get super political because I know we all have different views. And the last thing I want to do is to offend anyone. That's just not my persona and um, part of how I operate. So back to what we were talking about 2020 goals. So I'm hoping I don't have to delete this because I am on the highway and it is so loud. But um, goals for 2020. So financially, my goal is to make $800,000. 
Um, I'm really good at falling short of my goals. <laughs> so it's really important for me to make these big, big, hairy, audacious goals. So 800000 is my goal. And I can probably put some money on it. That'll make seven fifty next year. But that just blows my mind. Almost every single year I've doubled my income. And I probably have doubled my sales. Uh, I spent one year... At a boutique brokerage where I paid in 30%. And I know I got a lot of sales because I was at that brokerage. So who knows what would have happened. But I do know I paid in a good deal of money. Um, anywho. So I um, want to make $800,000 next year. I want to establish some teaching programs for buyers. So I want buyers, especially first-time home buyers, and then buyers in Texas, obviously. That's my um, demographics, specifically my area, but anything I teach is very relevant to Texas. So I want to create a platform and a program that people can access any time of the day, especially when I'm not available, to help them learn how to be in the right place to buy a home and then actually how to buy that home and then if they're local I would love to assist them so creating a platform for that all digital obviously and then I want to focus on a couple niches in real estate when it comes to real estate agents I would love to coach first year real estate agents as my first niche and real estate agents that are failing. And um, so I think when I say first year real estate agents, I really mean the first two years, but it doesn't sound as cute. And then um, failing real estate agents covers a really big span. So those are two coaching niches that I would love to focus on when it comes to real estate agents. Now, content is king in my world, so content is a huge, like, pretty much number one goal of mine for 2020. I haven't put any numbers down, and I'm not really good at, at sticking with the pressure of a, of a number, of, like, how much content to create a day. But the blogging and the videos are really insanely important for my business, and so I just need to keep up with those. Since I came home from out of town, I have not um, created any videos. I've done a blog post, but I haven't created any videos. I've actually done two blog posts since I've been home. So I went to Hawaii for seven days, which was a long time. Like, kind of too long if you're taking a three-year-old with you. Love you, Lincoln, if you're grown up and you're listening to this. Um, but, um, yeah, it was a little intense because it was after travel was done we were gone nine days so like that's how long we paid to have the dog boarded and when I say boarded he was like on a farm not kenneled happier than ever when he came home like the first two solid days he slept like we had to beg him to eat because he was so tired from playing all the time so he was super happy um so goals content uh coaching programs digital platform I just content just you know oh the money goal the so that's kind of what I'm looking at for 2020 business wise now when it comes to my family which is my business podcast but whatever 
when it comes to family, we're not 100% certain what we're going to do with Lincoln next school year. So this is mid-year next year. He is three and he will be four in January, which means he's the age of uh, public pre-K. Now, um, if you're familiar with Texas in most areas, to my understanding, in the United States, public pre-K is for anyone under a certain income level, which we're above that, or someone who's active in the military, or someone with some type of learning disability, that's who public pre-K is for. But the public pre-K in my neighborhood, in where my kids go to school, does not have enough children to fill it, so I physically can pay for it. Well, it's been half days up to this point, but Texas, well, I don't think it was Texas, I think it was the, the United States government, a law was passed that pre-K now has to be full day instead of half day. So that, so most schools have like one bus system, like one side of the school geographically is AM and one side's PM. So they'll bus in half the kids in the AM and half in the PM. So in those schools, they're going to have to increase the capacity, like double, you know, hire more teachers and stuff, because obviously it's one teacher per two classes when it's AM and PM. But if it's all day, they're going to need double teachers. Well, my school doesn't have enough kids for that. So they are just AM. Well, they have, I think, two years to enforce and adopt the all day program. And I know they're going to have to have it because there are a few children that qualify for the program. Um, So I'm not sure exactly what's going to happen. Like, I might not be able to pay for it anymore. It might not be an option. Well, Lincoln is at a fancy daycare right now. And I missed my turn yesterday. I had to go really far down. It was not fun. Um there must have been an accident because I'm not having any issues right now but I had to remember to get over so Lincoln's in a very nice preschool and I've never had to pay for full-time preschool before this is the first year so I never like in my career I've never had full-time daycare until September August September yeah until September. So this is like a really new world for me. So that's September, October, November. No way. No way. (laughs) So September, October, November. So three to four months is all I've had childcare. That just totally blows my mind, y'all. I have makeup on, so I can't cry. But that's, that's saying my income over the last 12 months has been near $400,000 and I didn't even have full-time daycare. (laughs) I didn't even put my kids in daycare this summer. Like normally I pay for babysitting and daycare all summer long. I didn't even have that this year. (laughs) This summer was my busiest summer I've ever had. I had seven to 12 people in escrow every single month and some of them were a carryover, but oh my gosh, that blows my mind. So my husband was working oil and gas. For people that don't know me, here's a little bit of backstory. So my husband was working oil and gas for a huge company. 
and he's gone three to eight weeks at a time. Sometimes shorter, sometimes longer. He was 100% on call, 24-7 no matter what. He has not gone to work. So our goal was for me to make $200,000 and for him to quit his job. Well, as we got, as I made that money, we would lose his about $100,000 salary. So even if I was making two hundred, dollars we were living off three hundred. dollars and because of the way that we keep investing, we it just wasn't realistic. We weren't leaving enough money in the bank to um, for him to quit because you need like three, four months of income in real estate if you're the sole provider. So um, we were buying properties, which takes seventy, eighty thousand dollars, somewhere between. 30 and 80 depending on the investment obviously of like cash right and um and we needed the stability of his job and his income to continue making purchases and so we just decided like oh we're making this purchase and then we're making this one and it just made it impossible for him to quit but we decided once we bought our last house so like our actual actual residence once we bought our last house, we decided, okay, we're not really going to make any purchases and I'm making enough cash. I had two years of good income for us to be able to continue making purchases later on down the road. And on top of all of this, Edward got injured. So he was in a kind of like disability type program and he was promised he would be within, I don't know how it all works. I want to say, the word I want to say is something to do with real estate. Like, I keep wanting to say FERPTA. And FERPTA has nothing to do with health insurance and all of this crap. So, we still have health insurance. I don't know how. But um, they stopped paying him, which was eventually supposed to happen. But he was supposed to get compensated like two-thirds of his paycheck or 70 or something percent of his paycheck through this kind of like a government program but not really and it never happened so we're just living off of my income whatevs <laughs> and and when I mean a percentage of his income when he's not physically on a job his paychecks are really small but still it covers daycare and groceries so it's no big deal um but since he anyways so he's not getting it no big deal but um so it's taken us four years for him to essentially quit his job and now we're in the place we're in can't remember why I was on this topic but I was just giving you a little bit of backstory oh okay so he's been home so that was like July so he's been home August September October November so he's been home four months so we've been double heading our household for the last four months so that's been a game changer even though all the work I did, he wasn't home for to set us up for the bulk of the year. So, like, all my summer work, he was gone because he had to work in order for us to buy our house. So, he worked either one or two months, I can't remember, straight so that we could prove income for buying the house. Anyways, um, because they could only go off of half of my income, essentially. So, that was that. But we bought our house. Everything was perfect. 
everything worked seamlessly. But then, oh goodness, I don't know if I've talked about this yet. But then we um, didn't lease out two of our properties <laughs> for like, uh, you know, one for a year. One we've had vacant for a year. It's worth a crud ton of money, so we're not worried about it. But Edward was renovating it this summer, then he got called to work, and then he got injured. So it has just sat, like, with studs and debris and lots of fancy stuff. But I have some guy cutting the grass, so at least it's semi-presentable from the outside. We've done a lot of work on it, but it's just been a one-man show. So there is a ton more work left to do, and then we're going to lease it out. It's commercial space. It's my office. But, um, I had got too busy this summer to drive to my office. So we kept my like physical office construction zone free. It was just rest of the building that was under construction. Well, I got too busy this summer to even drive to my office. So that's, I kind of ditched my office this summer. So I'm just all at home officing right now. You can tell I'm driving <laughs> like 15, 14 miles per hour right now. Cause it's not very loud. Um, and then our first house, the renter fell through like three times. So we paid that. So we're paying three mortgages um, summer until like a month ago. So that was fun. So now we're down to just two. So we're feeling a little more comfortable. One last deal needing to be closed. So that's good. Oh, I have so much anxiety right now. Huge truck coming next to me. Let's see if I can safely get over here. So, anyways, I don't even know what we're talking about. We're talking about 2020 goals. So, let's say another goal for 2020 would be to get the office finished and get it leased out. And then the house that we bought to live in was built in 1985. It is completely original. And we have torn up the floors, uh, repainted walls, removed wallpaper, um, we removed part of the cabinets in the kitchen so we could have this big fancy fridge. And so our current house is also a construction zone. And Edward is trying so hard right now um, to fix stuff. But he has a horrible back, a, a bum knee right now. And it's just, I, yeah, it's just not cool. But... Yeah, so for my birthday, let's just jump into my birthday. Because I want to talk about my birthday for a second. I got a couple more minutes until I'm at my destination. So, hashtag on my way. And today we're going to meet up. So, let's call it work. <laughs> and, um, so, oh goodness. Oh goodness. I'm not seeing anything tragic right now. I just forgot what I was going to say. So, on oh, my birthday. <laughs> So we went shopping. So this is like me girly gabbing, but we went shopping for my birthday on Thursday and I like pretty things. So we went to Tory Burch and then I love Nike minus the way they treat women in their athletic programs. But I love Nike, like the brand physically, <laughs> not physically, aesthetically. So Nike, we went to Aerie, which is kind of teeny bopperish, but they have some stuff I like. And we went to Lululemon. And I got an outfit. I really wanted more because I've decided I want expensive workout clothes that like look really nice and last forever. 
and are quite a bit more mature than what I used to wear when I was really hardcore into working out in the past. And then I was depressed because I was buying such a large size and I just felt silly to buy mass quantities of a large size, larger than what I'm used to, not large in general, just larger than what I'm used to. I'm not body shaming or anything like that. I am just my heaviest I've ever been. Okay, so <sighs> I had a meeting this morning, I think at nine o'clock that I completely forgot about. And he even messaged me and rem he didn't remind me of the time, but he asked for confirmation on location. I feel horrible. It's not like a client meeting, it's B2B, but still I feel so bad. So I am practically to my meeting. I had to put out a couple fires, but um, yeah, I don't even know what I was talking about. I was talking about my birthday, going shopping, gaining weight. Oh yeah, I was talking about how I'm in the heaviest I've ever been, but I'm doing something about it. I've always like attempted to do something about it, and I have lost a ton of weight before. But this is a little more extreme. So I need to lose 40 pounds. So, um, ooh, I got a really close parking spot. Okay, so I need to lose 40 pounds. I've worked out the last four days in a row. Today was kind of a wuss day. But the first day I cycled for a 30-minute Peloton class with Robin in NYC, who's my favorite in the whole world. And then um, second day I did two miles and then I played soccer which I did at least three I sprinted a ton my upper body hurts really bad from pumping my arms and then um the last day I yesterday I did the two miles again and then today I did the gym okay I gotta go I love y'all I hope everyone has a fantastic day thank you for listening to the first episode of hashtag on my way so I will upload this after between my meetings love y'all bye have a great day oh I wanted to tell you the date it's December 10th so it's Tuesday December 10th have a fantastic day love you bye